trying to get my caffeine stuff. caffeine pills scare me by the way <laughs> it's saying. like it's like um legal cocaine sleepwalkers uh, it's pretty close i've never i've never experienced a type of awakeness ever with any type of like energy drink or anything because the thing is these don't make me feel awake they just make me awake <laughs> Yeah, I'm just tired, so, but faster. So you, you both, you both know Ron Johnson. Um, yes, I do. Both from two different employee or employers, but um, I was like, what? How? Uh, I forgot. Yeah, Josh worked with him at the prison. We worked with him at 84. For a very, very but short period of time. That Big guy, Ron. That guy. My, my name is Ron, but my friends call me Big Big Ron. Yeah. So that guy used to pop two sleepwalker pills. Sleepwalker pills. <laughs> there was a brand called Sleepwalker that you could buy from oh, the gas okay. station. And he, pills. and he would buy he so he'd buy a pack of those. He'd take two of them. He would put in a, a mouthful of dip, like three pouches of dip. Ugh. He would smoke a cigarette and then drink like monsters on top of all of it. And oh. I'm just like you you weigh like 450 how are you not dead your heart's his, gonna explode his office was the break room right he would hot box the shit out of that fucking break room all day every day he, just like sit, he, would, he would literally sit there and well he would he'd put the the, the dip in mm-hmm. and then smack on his vape inside and like every hour he'd go outside and chain smoke two or three cigarettes oh my God, he's gonna—he's literally just gonna like pass out. He's a father, which is even scarier. That is—it is pretty scary. I got into his van once. It was. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. He told me a story one time. He's gonna find this podcast and beat us all up. He's our only real fan. He actually—Are we actually recording? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, he told me a story one time about how he bought some weed from his buddy and him and his wife smoked it and they both started freaking the fuck out just like you told the story out. on a Did previous I? podcast but oh, we didn't well. mention any names so now you dropped the ball <laughs> that's pretty uh, funny <laughs> well i'm telling the story we already talked about the name it's whatever the pcp weed guy oh that's, yeah <laughs> that's him that's really funny that's him. go back to our dare episode and you'll know what we're it's talking out. about <laughs> <laughs> always test your drugs kids Yes. Field test. Stri- field test. Yeah, field test. Give it. Give back. it the old. Uh, give it the old fingernail test. Have you seen? That's a really common thing at raves. People will like set up. Like I think I don't know if it's like a company or a nonprofit or whatever. No. But they set up and they do free drug testing for like fentanyl and all that, so everyone can enjoy their mollies and ecstasies. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. like really though, they're gonna do it anyway. So at least the. The guy that attacked me uh, when I was working, and I, the guy that I almost shot was doped up on uh, on Molly, and he also did some. Uh, took a bunch of sleep, <laughs> of uh, cold pills. He took a bunch of cold pills, so he was just tweaking out of his mind. 
and we're at this like we're in the standoff right now and this guy's got a rusty just a gross looking like it, it was an it was an actual an, actually an ice pick which is so weird that he that that was his choice but and like he just you know you know the, that look that when you're like oh wow this guy really wants to do harm to me that's what he was looking at me like and Ooh, that's so funny it's like, hey man, we got some Molly. You want to go to the club? It's like, ah, nah, man. Actually, when I when I get some Molly, I like to go fight armed security guards. That's yeah, why. yeah. And uh, he just, and that's that that was his biggest thing. He just didn't want to go. He didn't want to go back to jail. And really? he was gonna violate parole with uh with possession of uh of a controlled substance. And it was, he was ready to end my life over that. And when we finally got him, when I finally got him down to the ground, he spit probably, you know, you like grocery bags, okay? So instead of like little baggies like you see in the movies or whatever, he took a grocery bag and like stretched it out, spun it, and then like uh, ripped it off and then used those as little baggies to to transport his uh, his drugs in. You know how funny that is? Pretty funny. So like... Just imagine filling a grocery bag at just a little amount, and then you just stretch it out, pull it you apart, turn it into a and then you turn it into baggie, a smaller yeah. bag. And so he just spit out probably 15 of those that were just in his Jesus mouth. Jesus fucking Christ. That just, is so funny. It was so gross. It was literally so gross. And then he ran yeah. off into the into the woods to hide out with all the other homeless people. I saw a video on TikTok of a fish laying its eggs in its mouth through its mouth yes. and i feel like it looked it looks something like that that's what i imagine yeah yes. it was pretty funny pretty funny. by the way josh i'm really happy that you're embracing no shave november uh yeah i look like a woolly mammoth um yeah, it's my all right. face looks it's okay unclean i like the landing the strip sense. on the chin yeah, you got pretty nice, good yeah a nice landing strip right there you know when uh <laughs> I hate you. When uh, <laughs> when I don't clean up my face, because normally when the hair isn't growing in curls, uh, I can actually like hide it a little bit by uh, right. doing a routine in the morning. But when it curls up, it like spreads it apart like some parts the Red Sea. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> so we've been we've been going for a hot minute. We should probably say hello. Oh yeah, yeah. we're only six. Uh, hello now. everybody. Welcome hello. back. <laughs> this is the TJ and In Show. Tyler here, looking at Josh and Nick. How's everybody doing? Oh, they're on ground. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Uh, we took a week off last week. The time change really, really beat us up there. That's not true at all. I love the time change. It was a matter of uh, <laughs> it was a matter of sleep deprivation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was knocked out for the one day we were supposed to record and then so we were supposed to record last saturday i fell asleep at like nine and like yeah i no one could get a hold of me yep so then (laughs) tyler was like oh let's do it sunday night and i'm like that's school night that's kind of sketch and then josh just like never said anything and then the next day, Josh was like, LOL, I fell asleep at like 9 o'clock. <laughs> no, 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 no. I fell asleep at like 5. Okay, that is well. That so funny. You, was, were just, you were just out. I was knocked out. I slept on the couch until 4 o'clock in the morning that day. 
And then Tyler wanted to do a midweek recording on a Wednesday, and I was just like, that's impossible. Sorry. So, so basically, it's Nick's fault that we did not produce a show this last week. <laughs> yes, I take full responsibility. Boo, Nick. Boo. But, you know, I, 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 think... get, to bl- I get to blame you for our episode uh, 10 uh, special episode delay. So True. there's that. Ooh, he True. got you there. Uh, I, yeah. we, we, I think we owe JJ an apology. He was really genuinely hurt that there was nothing, no podcast for him last week. I am mm. so sorry, buddy. He we'll brought throw, it to me like five times. To so. our biggest fan, I want to say I am very sorry, and it is my fault. But don't worry, the content is coming in hot right now. He said if we ever do an episode on killing vermin or <laughs> inseminating cows, he's our guy. Oh, no, that makes me uncomfortable. Cow, cow insemination. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I yeah. don't know anything about that. I think we, I think we could conversation, I think. we could so, uh, talk about that for like maybe 15 minutes and then that'd I was, be good. I was always under the impression that you have some sort of applicator. Let's just say turkey baster for the reference. And you just stick it in there and you squirt it. No, 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 sir. Not JJ. JJ goes above and beyond. He tells me it's a two-hand process. He tells me that he sticks one hand up the cow's butthole to find and feel around for her ovaries. And then he sticks the other hand in the vagina. 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 And, you know, finds his first hand and then inseminates the cow that way. And I just, like, is it really a two-hand job to inseminate somebody? Like, spirit fingers. me very uncomfortable. <laughs> You've, wow. Some of the shit he tells me about living on a farm. He, I just, he wears that cow like a puppet. He literally, yeah, he does. It's he crazy, could, man. He he could be like the next. Um, who's that guy who does puppet shows? The Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. He'd, He'd be the, the next, next Jeff Dunham. He'd be the next Jeff Dunham. I thought we were talking about Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Okay, so we 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 were taught we were taught that he was a Bad. pervert, right? Yeah. He, right. Right. Yeah. Why was he bad? What did he do? Uh, uh, masturbating in a in a uh, uh, movie theater. What kind of movie theater? I an adult movie theater. What do you? What are you oh. supposed to... Isn't that where you're supposed to masturbate? No, no. Apparently, I mean, it's still illegal to masturbate in public. Apparently, but like, I mean, it's an adult movie theater. Like, is it just a bunch? Like, do you men just go and gather in these theaters and not jerk off and or suck each other off? <laughs> Just because he was a celebrity, someone made a paycheck on his horniness. That's hey, what it some is. of those triple X films are high quality, you know, triple A titles, all right? Mm-hmm. That's like you're not supposed to jack off in the booze at sex shops, but you can go watch porn in a single person viewing stall. Really? Really? I have a, I have a quick funny story about Cirillas. So, what? what's Cirillas? Cirillas? No, oh. yeah. It's kind of thing like Lion's Den type deal. But a mon pa. But, yeah, right. <laughs> it's uh, situated right beside the uh, water beds and stuff for us here in the uh, Columbus region of Ohio. And um, I, I, see, I know, I as a kid, what's the stuff? What water pumps? Okay, pool supplies. No, no, none of that. None so of that. no one goes to water beds for water beds. Let's just say that. Now, uh, so Cirilla's right next door. Paraphernalia. Yeah, um, <gasps> that's where you buy your. Um, Everything you pipes. need to do uh, marijuanas. Now, so anyways, Cirilla's is right next door. 
And uh, so Corinne and I were pretty young. We were like of age. We were like 19. She was curious though. She's like, I've never been in a sex shop. I want to go check it out. And I'm like, well, we were just in waterbeds and stuff buying paraphernalia. Um, and, you know, they have a whole little adult section filled with sex shop-esque things. Um, oh, so like know. shirt stuff here. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, so it's like you know i'll leave it up to your imagination as to everything is available so she goes over there and she sees like this um dvd section in cirillas and uh she starts picking stuff up and looking at these dvd boxes and i look over at her and i'm like what are you doing she's like oh i was just curious i was looking at these i've never seen porn that you can like buy on dvd i was like (laughs) yeah that's pretty cool except you're touching all the rental stuff right now and she's like, oh, what do you no. mean? She's <laughs> like, what she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, that's all rental porn. You're not actually touching like stuff that you buy. And she's like, you can rent it. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not the problem, dude. Think about it. You are touching something that someone else has already rented and probably masturbated to at least a hundred times too. <laughs> and she's just like, the the look of horror that came over her face as she was putting all of the pieces of this puzzle together and literally <laughs> literally did the girly like like pinch and drop and then like literally shook her hands like a t-rex and started freaking out and then left the store screaming and crying that she touched probably dry semen that so awesome that yeah. is awesome yeah that's that's a pretty cool story <clears throat> i went into a sex shop once and that's where i found out you can buy automatic masturbators it's like a pocket pussy but it just jerks you off it just does it for you man Dude, that's awesome no <laughs> hands awesome. needed hands-free masturbation uh it's wild brianna and i went and stopped at a sex shop on our way to her uh her birthday getaway when we went to the cabin and there were these two drunk ladies that were playing with this uh multi-action vibrator okay and multi-action as in it like spins and it has like beads in it and whatever and they basically just started it's alexa activated <laughs> they just started shoving it in their mouth and they ended up getting kicked out by the iranian guys who who ran the shop and it was so uncomfortable they went around and just turned everything on and was like oh this is going to be great for me you don't even need a man after this i'm like uncomfortable okay <laughs> and then and then i'm walking down the aisle and i'm like okay i'm ready to leave because these these ladies are just being so so rambunctious, and then I just see I saw her just shove that thing down her throat while it's on. I was like, oh, game oh. over, oh. game over. The guy came and he said, "What are you doing?" And jumps over the because uh, they have like a it was imagine like a prison, okay, where there's a control center that went between That's so these funny. that went between these two rooms, and there's just a guy back and forth walking around, while the the uh to get onto the merchandise side you have to like walk through the um little sway door that's on like the clothing side and then it's locked by a a gate that is uh um armed with an alarm so he jumps over the glass case and is like get out and then shoves him out the locked door it was so funny so funny so while we're on the subject sex shop I, i i never knew you could buy like I knew you could buy like a blow up doll, right? But I saw it was just like just above the belly button 
to like quarters die of like a woman just like that just the good bits if you will yeah legs legs just get in the way um but it went a step further right because you see all these like pocket pussies made after porn stars and i'm curious about the accuracy of that like i'm sure some of them are like molded or whatever but like how would you know you could just do any generic pocket pussy and be like this is riley reed here you go anyways the funny ones the funniest one i've seen it was a foot it was a, yes. just a silicone foot. Yes. And right where the ankle is, there was a pussy. Yes. It was it was a vagina for you to fuck this foot, the silicone foot. Yeah. I am so I, I, comfortable. I wish, I wish we could I could show you guys the horror on Josh's face. Yep. I'm not surprised, so it's fine. No, no. Why? Hey man, but that's okay. You like what you like. And whatever yeah, you know. consenting adults want to do is totally fine. Yeah, you know, some people but don't like, be jerking off on strangers. Some people like pee pee and poo poo, and some people like feet. You know, there's only only fans for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what, pee pee and poo poo and feet belong in the same category. Uh, you can get a special subscription of people well, who see, just do that. That's why they're segregated on porn sites. Yeah, you got your standard. You gotta go looking for it. You got all the anything lesbians, anything man and woman anything you can want and then you got what is it the niche it says nick niche it says like niche. kinks or like i was thinking the word i had started with a t fetish fetish, fetish. that's not a t but yeah it'll just like the fetish will be the cat i mean uh, there's a letter that's t all in of the those. Word, so <laughs> there it is it, but, come, it comes at the but end see i don't feel dumb because i said that and you guys both thought of the word i was thinking of so, <laughs> no, <laughs> so it's I fine mean. i just knew what you were trying to spit out you know um there's been a lot of trolling on this whole uh like metaverse thing that facebook or i guess now uh, the company meta which facebook falls underneath of now um there's been a lot of trolling about it but i think people aren't realizing that they're going to be able to fulfill all of their wildest hente dreams in vr now thanks to mark zuckerberg yeah i think uh wait 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 are you telling me that they sell octopus ten- tentacles no but they and do sex yes shops? yes they sure automatic ones the robot ones yeah what but, but, here, but, but here's what blows my mind right two things those automatic jerker offer machines right one Pornhub has a whole section for to link that you can link your pocket pussy up to the video and like it'll fuck? like mimic the motions in the video you're watching and you pair that with a VR headset and then like that's the fucking future right that's but a million take, dollar idea to take that a step farther they have the same system for like long distance relationships where it's a paired pocket pussy like fuck to machine the, or, to the or person dildo. that you're right video so chatting like, with or whatever yeah so like your strokes into the pocket pussy will be the strokes of the machine that's her dildos attached to or whatever or vice versa or vice versa yeah she's just like, air she's just air grinding the shit out of you does on like mm-hmm. on camera does anybody remember the kissing machine? It was like, it was like a uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, and it was weird. And it's coming to fruition with this linkage of 
<laughs> personal masturbators to online services. I am so uncomfortable. That is basically. I mean, that's have you seen these fucking real robot, dolls? Right? They have no. these like the real dolls are like heated, hyper realistic silicone, like full size women. Basically, like, like, like 98 body temperature, yeah. Like, there's a as real as you can get without giving them like an AI brain. There's a TV show on a special streaming platform where one of those things comes to life. That is so funny. And, Um, and the girlfriend of the guy who owns it, like, starts hanging out with him. It's really weird. Um, apparently, they have a problem, like, the company has a problem of getting their dolls returned just completely butchered. I mean, like, like, eviscerated and decapitated, and Holy like, shit. just totally, just beat the mutilated. fuck up, <laughs> mutilated. I mean, that's just that's just people having fun. But uh, in, in all in all in all seriousness, um, this this episode was not is is not about any of this stuff. Um, this uh, ep- a this, little bit. A little this, bit. This, this, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me let me go ahead and throw up the framework of what's going on right now. Tonight's episode is going to be about morality, um, and this is and this is our soft open to morality. And, it snowballed into and sex it, talk, and it and it is in fact probably not a very moral thing to butcher your uh, hyper realistic silicone sex doll. But I'm sure it's fun. I'm sure it gets all the demons out of your body for at oh, least a little you know, bit of time. It's it's that, or you do it to a real person, and I'm all for letting letting go of the steam on inanimate objects, regardless if they mimic a human or not. <laughs> so, I mean, what is their program to feel pain? What happened to just hanging a fucking punching bag in the garage and wailing on it, man? Well, sometimes you want that punching bag to look like a woman. Okay? <laughs> I, need, I need this to look like a professional porn star in order to get rid of my demons, okay? <laughs> next thing you, next thing you know, they're going to start strapping Tannerite to it and shooting at it in a fucking cornfield. You know those little things you can put in the Build-A-Bears that say like a sweet message? Yes. You just put one of those in the doll that says, Ow, stop. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. Well, now now we're talking some. Yeah. That's, are you that's, saying, are you saying that's sorry. crossing the line? That's, that was too far. No, that's that's fine. I'm good. I'm just saying that's a little dark. All right. I thought we were anti-candle culture here, Nick. I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm just telling you, like, if we're talking about morality, you know, there's that. that. There's that right there. So. No. Do morality and ad friendly? Do they normally line up? Or immoral things, ad friendly and immoral things, not ad friendly. What's what's ad friendly? It was a joke about sponsorships and you know getting paid. Haha. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. You're uh yeah you're trying you're, you're trying hard trying trying. This episode is sponsored by Wonder Bread. <laughs> Wonderfully delicious. <clears throat> a hostess product. All right. Okay. Well, okay. Well, all what right, is Tyler. Um, what's morality, so, boys? What so, is morality? Oh, uh, I don't have an official definition right in front of me. Um, uh, a base one is fine. Paraphrase. Paraphrase. Okay. Morality um, is a construct in which a individual or individuals um, have. I, uh, for me, it's like you have like the little devil and then you have the little angel on your shoulder. 
-hmm. and like one's whispering in one ear and one's whispering in the other and they're going back and forth trying to convince you to like do or don't do something and then like whichever one you choose is either like oh does this line up with like positive morals or does this line up with like not so positive morals um that's like a really like street explanation hollywood style, i like it like definition so yeah so. man uh basically what i have is the morals are right and wrong on like an internal personal morals are personal and then ethics are on a societal like a a grandiose scale same thing but society makes ethics you make your own morals from my understanding now i have and oh and this is this i'm this is a big one but i want to choose it first because i think we will come back to it time and time and time again okay do you guys think and i want both of you to give me an individual answer is morality objective like is there a single moral code like that like definitively right and definitively wrong or is morality subjective you know person to person i would say subjective personally um because and the reason I say that is because uh, I, I, okay, so I think there is, um, so, so we have laws, which kind of throw up a framework of what to do and what not to do. You have religion that like tries to help with that as well. I feel like religion and law kind of like weirdly play hand in hand. It's like, the Ten Commandments are like the OG laws of like just being a good person. Mm -hmm. Like don't don't fuck your neighbor, don't kill people, don't steal type of shit. Those are bad things to do, right? But at the same time, um, you might live in a country or not even country, but a neighborhood or in a life situation where those are things that you are forced to do because of your surroundings. And you have to set moral objectives aside and you have to play a game of survival so you may you may be forced out of your comfort zone sometimes and go beyond your morals and be forced to do things that you normally wouldn't want to do like let's say someone puts a gun to your head right it's you or them that's survival of the fittest right who's gonna die are you gonna let him shoot you in the head or are you gonna fight for your life or and kill him and, and and you know and okay you know as an aftermath like effect so. Add on to that, another one I have is is self-defense. Is that morally right or morally wrong? I think everyone has the right to defend themselves personally. I, I think it can be a gray area. I think something can be morally neutral. Yeah, so I, mean. I actually go along the other side of uh, morality is more objective and not subjective. And the reason being is because just off the base conversation that that we just had with nick he outlined some items that are subjective based on societal uh ethics right so basically that's based off of your immediate surroundings but morally it is wrong right so like but who decides that exactly who decides that that makes it subjective you decide it internally but do you really yes okay so basically you're you're saying so, that when no 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 okay hold on josh so everything you're saying right now you're saying it because that's the way 
you have been raised. That's the idea. Personal experience. Those are those are your personal experiences, your mm-hmm. ideals that have been placed inside you from your experiences. I have similar experiences and I agree with you. I just so happen to agree with you. But at the same time, Tyler could be a crackhead and he's forced to steal and kill in order to feed his crack addiction because that's what society and life has put in front of him. And his morals don't get in the way of that because nothing's getting in the way of his crack. Okay. But so, but you and I can look upon that and judge him and say, that's morally wrong because well, we, were, we were taught better than you. So I think what, okay. So the, the, I, I can see what you're, I can see where you're coming from with that. But the thing is, is there's a very, very baseline of morals that are, I would say objective and not subjective. And the reason yeah. being is because you're going to know, like if, if something I mean, it's it's hard to explain because if I say so, if something feels right, then that's going to be your baseline moral. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Did the cavemen, the Cro-Magnons, and the Neanderthals did they know not to go to war with each other and beat each other the fuck to death, or did they just do it based on primal instinct? Here's here's. I just think I think it's completely subjective because uh, you say like the baseline morals, right? But if you think of someone, let's put ourselves in another situation, and I had to think of two. One, uh, I mean, like, let's think. I don't, I don't mean to generalize or anything, but let's think like Sharia, Sharia law. Like, it is. They're not. If a woman's trying to go to school and she's not supposed to, then you physically stop her. You're not morally wrong for that, even if you maim and kill her because you're following the Bible. If you are somewhere else, let's say you live somewhere where the there's no government, there's warlords, right? It's a kill or be killed kind of society. No one feels bad. Like, it's not like, oh, I was wrong for killing him. It was, you know, it was me or him. It's, you know, I want to be top dog here. So here, he just weaker. here in Western... Uh, but modern that's ethical though here in modern like western yeah. civilization we would look at that as morally wrong and i think as western society being as influential as we are and in, in the internet age our ideologies can uh, bleed into those areas and those women who do choose to rebel against what you know they're dealing with and being forced into uh, comes from an outside influence. Um, they see that they there are places in the world where they don't need to be treated like that. So I think the majority of the world doesn't live like that. So therefore, the majority of the world has this kind of moral code of that's not good. That's kind of fucked up that you're doing that to them. I would agree that the majority of the world does have a baseline for morals. Like they, we all think like you shouldn't kill each other. You should steal from each other. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's everybody. I think there are plenty of places where it's not like that. So the reason why I stand behind that it's a baseline objective moral code is because 
you don't see people just killing people just because. Not and, here, no. But anywhere, we we live we live in a we live in a world where murder is fantasized. Like you can you can look up global reports of whatever you want because of the internet now, and and that's also due to America because we don't have any we don't filter out anything like that. But there's okay, not here's... there's there's not a there's not just like people out there who just kill people just because it's not wrong or right. Okay. Oh, not wrong or right. No, I don't think moral is an M. I don't think I don't think murder is an M, like a morally neutral action. But let's think if you're living in in the Nazi society, where you're killing all these Jews, you don't majority of people don't think that that's wrong. They don't think it's morally incorrect. But it's ethically correct. But ethically is a societal exactly. idea. So that is our Western American ideas. You're opposing on them and saying that's wrong. That's ethically wrong. That's a big picture wrong. But <laughs> internally, to them, it's not wrong. They're doing the right thing. They're doing what's best for their country. They're they're doing the right, like morally right thing by exterminating these people. Mass genocide of the Jewish population was um, uh, not morally correct, even by yeah. Nazi standards. Uh, actually, most Nazi citizens. Germans, if you will, general populist Germans, when they found out what was going on and what was being kept from them, were were mostly appalled by the Holocaust. Okay, to be real, right? Um, so, yeah, to say that what you know Hitler did on a grand scale of things was, you know, ethically or morally in line with his, he was a madman. Okay, so. Now we have to talk about mental illness here, right? Um, and drug abuse because he did he he suffered from both. Um, he was a very mentally ill man, and he was a man who liked his uh, his his drugs. Um, and uh, he was also a fascist dictator. So this? Uh, to 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 say his morals aligned with his people's, he told his people he was his property. Yeah, his his propaganda machine was so on point that he could tell his people that his ass was made of gold and they should come kiss it, and they'd be like, "Yeah, you're right, we should." Well, I wasn't um, speaking of the German population as a whole. I was thinking of the people who are actually actively doing it, well, or are on board. It, I share the ideal mindset. I'm saying that they don't feel like they're doing something immorally wrong. No, because they they fell into an, an indoctrination. Right. That's why that's why I think morals are subjective. I think morals are internal. I think everybody has their own set of morals. While I agree that we as a human race agree on a lot of things, I think morality is still subjective. I, because you can't you can't say it's half and half in my opinion. You can't say it's well these are objective and the rest is subjective. I think the whole thing is just subjective and we happen to align on a lot of them. Right. I think I was just misunderstanding how you were explaining that. It might have been so, bad wording on my part. I, no, I, it's, it's fine. I think <laughs> that we are unintentionally adding a third lane to our bridge here, because I feel that we are we are adding a lane of ethics into morals at this moment. I don't, you can't talk about it. They're the same thing. But 
their society, their ethics. Ethics is based on a group of people, where morals are right. based on in, individual people, right? Right. Okay. But ethics are based in morality, the group morality. Correct. On a larger scale. Exactly. It's essentially nine out of ten. Hey, nine out of ten people all, believe can, this is correct. Can we all agree agree that fish live in water and not <laughs> underwater? Okay. Yes. Yes, we can agree with that. Okay. I think it's both. I, I hate you. <laughs> because you're so, under the water that's above you, but you're in the water that's around you. No, humans can go <laughs> underwater. Fish, fish live in water. the water. They don't live under the water. They don't live under the surface of the ocean. They live oh. in the ocean. So That's fair. So fish, wa- go, so fish go under oxygen. Okay, yeah. Yes, exactly. But Perfect. above but above land. Mm, this is getting tricky. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I so, don't want to get. Go ahead. No, I just, I just want to, I just want to bridge the line of when talking about ethics and talking about morals. Morals are individual right and wrong. Ethics are uh, societal right and wrongs. I would say ob- ethics can be objective. How? Well, because if you're, I'm, because okay. if you're if you're saying if you're saying morals are subjective, your ethics would be subjective as well, and even on my end where I feel morals are objective, ethics are going to be subjective because people are going to agree and not agree with certain things. Like polyamorous relationships are okay in a lot of people's minds, and as we go further into 2021, they are becoming more popular. Right. So, but remember, back in the process. Mormons, back in the Mormons, when they had polyamorous relationships, multiple wives, it was that a was, sin. That was a sin, and it was frowned upon and illegal. Right. So, morals, I say, are subjective because you come to that conclusion on your own. You internally, you have a sense of that feels right or that feels wrong. Ethics, you're told by a higher body, this is right and wrong, and then you go, okay. You don't have to agree necessarily, but that doesn't mean that well, like you're subjective to that to that ethic. Ethics are imposed, and then moral morality is internal. That's kind of how I, I. I get it. I get it. I just we I don't have to agree. That's, that's you're right. Great. Exactly. We have that's so much more to get through. That's why. It's but I I wanted to iron this out because I feel like we're gonna come back to it a lot. All right. Like. Let, let's all go forward with this just so everyone is on the same page. Let's go forward with this. Ethics. Ethics refers to rules that a societal system provides us with. That is a literal definition of ethics. Morals. Morals are our own principles. So our own principles do not always have to align with societal ethics. Correct. So let's just go forward all knowing that. I just, yeah. Okay. Um, On the same kind of, we'll come back to that. Okay. Let's let's talk about, this kind of plays into the base morality. Uh, Would you all agree that babies are innocent? That babies are generally considered innocent creatures? Babies are actually capable of lying. So no. That's actually a huge de- developmental leap is the first lie. I guess, no, the first, uh, that's not the same one. So you would say no. 
I would say I would say people consider babies innocent though overall. I consider babies innocent, but they are yeah, capable okay. of lying. When do people cease to be innocent? At what what point do you think do you think there is a line or do you think it is a experience based? Uh, I, I want to say it's like a coming of age thing, but it really isn't because you could lose your innocence at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're lucky, it's a coming of age thing for you. But for some people, once again, it, this is subjective and this is um, very close to what I said earlier is all situational and uh, depends on your surroundings. If you so, are if you are 12 years old and get raped by your uncle, which is a horrible fucking thing to happen, by the way, uh, morally and ethically uh, terrible, in my opinion, um, then I would say your innocence got pretty much well fucked out of you. No, so are we now? OK, now, when we say we're going to be splitting a lot of hairs and all it's a lot of philosophical stuff here. So bear with me. When you say innocence, are you referring to like are is. I guess what what are you referring to as in this? There's two definitions of what comes to mind. One is neutrally good. So you lose your, I mean, your innocence, like you're an innocent person. You're not going to steal. You're not going to lie. Right. Right. right, right, So you make the choice to be good. And there's also an innocence when we think of children where you have kind of a rose colored glass over the world. Do you think you're, I mean, like kids aren't like morally corrupt yet. They're good. They want to, be nice and help people so they have the mindset that everybody is nice and everybody wants to help people and everybody's my friend and this is a safe place the earth the world's safe my hometown is safe my house is safe my family is safe that's kind of like a childlike thought you know what i mean like you don't know there are bad people until you get to a certain age so are those two definitions of innocence different or are they kind of intertwined do you think does that make, does that make I, sense? I would say they're partially intertwined, personally. I would say it's a, you uh, can lose your innocence at either point, either one of those things. Because let's, let's look at it from this perspective. Uh, you could be in kindergarten and a kid bullies you. So mm-hmm. you, you go into kindergarten thinking everyone's going to be like you. Right? Let's say you're a nice kid. Right. And, and you have a positive outlook and you just want to get along with people and help people and be a part of a... Uh, you know, a communal classroom and all learn together and, you know, happy-go-lucky, but there's that one little asshole and he bullies on you and picks on you and you don't understand why. And, you know, now your, your thought of everyone being on the same mindset as you has been altered to a degree. And now you have this asshole kid bullying you. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely agree that it's a case by case kind of basis because like i mean you have you have kids like the, that kid who's a bully who nine times out of ten have something going on at home and they've already has their innocence removed from them because usually when a kid little kid's an asshole they have problems at home yeah. and then you also have the other end of things where you know girls in college who have never had their first kiss who know literally nothing about sex never had a sip of alcohol in their life they're that was their societally, choice they're considered innocent still you know what i mean they don't have a full view of how yeah. bad the world can be still their um, own choice yes of course now this transitions into another fun one i'm glad this is flowing really well uh <laughs> is like a two a two-pointer uh okay we'll start here are people are 
are there bad people? Like, are there people who are just predisposed to being evil or to being morally corrupt? Oh. Or is that a nurture? Is that like, does nature, can nature decide that? Or is that a strictly nurture thing you guys think? Well, depending on who you ask, there's no such thing as good or evil. That's true. So, um, and I don't really know what, I don't really, I guess I just don't really know how I, I feel about that. Um, I guess in, in one regard, I feel like there are people who are going to do things that are morally and ethically considered by the majority evil or bad. Um, but at the same time, um, I, okay, I'm going to try and use a quick example here. Um, is corporate America good if it, uh, you know, donates 1% of its, uh, you know, revenues to charity every year? Is that a no. good thing? I mean, the act is. Is, is, is that is a good, it, is it a good thing? And is corporate America evil because, you know, it hoards wealth? Um, depends depends on who I, you ask. I, yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that. So here's and, where, in one regard, they're 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 really well off and they're doing just fine, and then they don't really need to care what anyone else thinks because they have enough money to make any problem they have go away, right? Um, mm -hmm. And then on on the flip side, you have impoverished people like ourselves, and uh, who deal with everyday you know fuck shit. To yeah. us, to us, that doesn't look too good. So yeah, maybe they are evil. Maybe they're not. Um, I would maybe say... we're just unlucky. I would say it's 20% nature, 80% nurture. I think nature, I think, because obviously you can be born with some kind of mental, I don't want to say impairment necessarily, but something is not right. Well, you're predisposed to violence. You have these urges like, from, from the gate, you know what I mean? Like you're just set up to fail. But on the other end of that, if that evil person, evil person, just for the ease of the conversation, is put into a good home with a good support system and they can get the help they need them early on there might be help for them there might be a chance for them to not be evil and on the other end you could have a really good-hearted person who was put through the ringer as a child and they come out with their wires in their head all crisscrossed thinking that well, my dick only gets hard if i'm you know stabbing this lady so that's what i'm gonna do you know what i mean like i just think nate i think nurture has a lot to do with someone being evil or not i'm sorry not everyone listens to last podcast like i do so that's a very oh, i mean that's, that's easy i was I holding a, i was holding back my laughter <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> what do you think josh you think people are good or bad or somewhere in between um so i do believe that you are predisposed as good or bad i mean you're gonna have of course you know down the line, you can find chemicals that will assist in cre in creating the uh, in creating the proper proper feelings, proper responses. But if those chemical dependencies fail, what's going to happen? You're going to result right back to how you were prior, right? So mm -hmm. when it comes and down, Jerry. right when when it comes down to it. You're going to have good people. You're going to have bad people. Now, what's the turning point for that? I honestly don't. E I, 
I honestly believe that the turning point for that is going to be development. Because Mm -hmm. even if you have, you know, a good home, you get the help that you need, but once that help stops and you start, it's just, it's like, imagine society being gone, being gone. Nature will take over everything that we built. Okay. It's the the same thing. I have, I have a, um, I think, yes, I agree. I no, I don't agree, but I do agree. I because I, I think I think someone can be like quotations both. You know what I mean? I think like I can't think of a second example and I want one, but I can't think of an example that's a crime, a nefarious kind of crime, or something that everyone agrees is bad that's not in the Bible, because it kind of makes my example break apart. But like you have people who are like good Christians, you know, they go to church, they help out in the community everyone has nothing but good things to say about them um they make good money you know like on like everything is checking the boxes for this is a good person he helps out other people this and that but let's say the person is like just deeply racist it's like a deeply closeted racist person let's say if they have a well-paying job where they can impact a minority community they do so let's say they're a loan approver for this example every minority person comes in you're not going to prove you're not going to prove you're not going to prove just because um and I, I would also add you could say maybe he's verbally abusive to his wife i would say physically abusive but i want to keep like he's still a good practicing christian not a fake christian i want to keep that intact for the example <clears throat> the dude's good and bad right societal standards eight out of ten boxes he's a good man but the other two he's not so like what does that make somebody that makes him a flawed human being. A flawed human being. That makes ah. him, that makes him human. <laughs> that I mean, you're not gonna have perfect. There's not. There's exactly. There's a lot of gray. There's yeah. a lot of gray. But for that example, ethically, he is a bad person. Morally, he is a good person. So no, tell me. I'm hearing in your response. I'm hearing, like one one and you're done so like if you have 10 things mm-hmm. nine of them are good and one's bad you're still ethically bad so you're not good unless you're fully good but you can be not fully bad i'm libertarian <laughs> <laughs> okay but you're I, a bad I, person I, that's i mean that's fine well, i'm not like i'm not <laughs> i just i just feel like that's kind of a viewpoint like is so, that how people look at good and bad? Because that's not how I look at good and bad. I, I, I'm on the. I think we're all rational enough to so say that it's a, a gray majority, area. You're a majority of, like, okay. So, ethically and morally, this is where I, this is where I draw the line, right? Because mm-hmm. there's ethical portions that, or, or I mean, uh, rules that are that have been put in place that people don't agree with like people. Okay. For instance, a homeless man steals food from a street vendor. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect example because this homeless man, he has no money. He has, he has to feed his family. Stealing is ethically wrong. And stealing is also morally wrong. So is he a bad person? 
Sounds pretty subjective. Does. But, I mean, is he a bad person? Sounds pretty subjective. That's all I'm saying. Because, I mean, ethically, stealing is wrong. So he's so that marks him off as a bad person. Morally, I have on a societal basis. On a societal basis, stealing is bad. Ethically but, wrong, but, morally right. Uh, yeah, it's ethically, you know, society, you know, on a societal basis, it is ethically bad. But morally, it's working out for him, so it's good. He's surviving. Here, can I can I expand on yours a little bit with the dilemma I have for later? If I can throw it in now. Expand yourself. It's it's the highest dilemma. Basically, Heinz is a man whose wife has a very rare form of cancer, right? And um, the drug that she needs, the only drug that can help her, costs four thousand dollars a dose, but it only makes it only costs fifty dollars. So it costs four thousand but it only costs $50 for them to make, okay? Uh, Heinz exhausts all legal options for making the money. He cannot pick up more hours at work. He cannot ask for... <clears throat> he cannot get money from friends and family. He cannot do anything. So he resorts to writing the company or the maker of this medicine and telling him the story and saying, look, I can pay you the $50 that it costs to make this medicine, but I cannot pay for the full dose and my wife is going to die if I don't do this. And the guy just writes him back and says, no, that's it. No, just a single word. No. <clears throat> so Hans uh, is put into a position later where he's able to steal this medicine and have no repercussions uh, legally. Is he morally wrong if he takes the medicine for his wife? Uh, he's ethically wrong but if there's no legal repercussions it, it wouldn't be an ethical it wouldn't be an ethical issue oh it's still an ethical issue How so? he, just, he, he, just doesn't, he just didn't get caught it's still ethically wrong Society. oh I thought we were talking like no, he's stealing it, but there's nobody around. There's no cameras. There's no way. I'm, I'm flipping. I'm flipping Tyler's question. Tyler's question is: Is it? Is he morally wrong? I'm. T I'm simply answering him with: It is ethically wrong. Okay, but I want to hear your guys' opinion. Your moral, based on your internal that, morals. That's my answer. It's ethically wrong. He's morally doing what he thinks he needs to do to save his wife's life. Right. So, but I so you're morals. saying he's morally right. I'm saying more. He's living, he is fulfilling his moral duty to save his wife's life. Right. Whether, asking, whether, that, whether that's good or bad is subjective. I'm asking based on your morals, is he right? In your opinion, not like what are his morals? Like in my, morally for me, he's totally on the right because he exhausted all of his options. He, he did everything he tried, he could do legally, even optioned, even tried to get it at no cost of the company. So you're saying so, that your morals, in my opinion, he is right. That's what I'm going like. But those what are is, so that so those would be your morals, though. Based so you, on yes, I yes. want your opinion based on your morals. Okay, based on my morals, I feel the same way. I think he's fine. Yeah, he's doing good. What about you, Mister Objectivity? I wouldn't do it. So you're saying you would let your wife die? So a major, so a for big pharma doesn't lose out on 50 dollars 
I understand what you're saying. Actually, they're losing out on three thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I I understand what you're saying, but I would not do it. So okay, let's Hope put she listens. Let's put I'm it gonna... let's put it into perspective of what I just had to deal with. My dog has to go to emergency vet. I have to come up with four thousand dollars to pay for his surgery. I have is no that, money. Is that a real number? Is that the real number? No. Is that is that the real number? No. What's the real number? Okay, so my dog goes to the emergency vet. I have to come up with ten grand. I have three thousand dollars to put down towards this towards this surgery. So that's the real number, ten thousand. Ten thousand. That's the real number. That's the real number. Well, see, that's way worse than four thousand. So you should have just said ten thousand to start off with. Okay, but we had three thousand. Okay. So I have $3,000, and now I have to come up with the remaining 7000 whatever, okay? Sounds like charity care time or payment plan time. <laughs> what can, can I, I do? I've, can, I, can I get that on quad pay? <laughs> they, don't offer, they don't offer installment payments. It's an no emergency vet. No financing. Nothing. Payment has to be done up front. They sound pretty so, fucking evil. So what I say, according to my morals, if you found a suitcase full of money, and you chose to use that instead of calling the police attorney to get in, you're fine. Oh, I'm that guy. I'm, okay. I'm, I think I'm the man. Morally, yeah. Okay, you're fine. Fu- okay. I'm the, I'm the man for the mission. All right. If I, was I find to put money my dog down. in any form, it's mine. Sorry. My, 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 morally, my morality is mostly based on harming other people. Now, not corporations, but people. Tyler and there, said, and, there is a, and there is there is a caveat to that. There's a caveat to that. If you steal a hundred dollars from me, you're a piece of shit. If you steal a hundred dollars from Elon Musk, he's not gonna notice it. Doesn't matter. Elon Musk wouldn't bend over to pick up a hundred dollar exactly, bill off exactly, the ground. Exactly. That's why there's a, there's a bit of a gray area scale there. But I think like hurting other, he's it's, basically a corporation. There's himself. actually so we all know who Neil Tyson DeGrasse is, right? Yes, black scientist guy. I call him Black Bill Nye because that's essentially what how I see him. Um, so he he did the math, right? People like you, me, and Josh, and probably most of the people who listen, especially if they're anything like JJ, then that's not a you know, that's not me, you know, making fun of JJ. He's just he's saying same, you're poor, he, JJ. He, he's just in the same. <laughs> I'm just saying he's a you know a lower middle class, hardworking citizen like the rest of us. Um, we see a quarter on the ground. We usually pick it up, right? A quarter? Would you pick up a quarter? I'd pick up a penny at this point. You see, see, (laughs) I'm sorry. You see a penny on the ground. You're not that impressed. You're like, okay, it's a cent. But you see a quarter. You're like, hey, I can do things with that. I can rent it. If I see a a bill, I will. Oh, Josh is on that level. We we don't pick up the quarter. We don't pick up the quarter, huh? (laughs) I hate change, but that's just me, man. (laughs) I I would pick, personally, quarters are convenient, and they add up quick. So that's why I always pick up quarters. Mm, For sure. I spend a lot of time for this example. For this example, we're using quarters. So, yes, most of us would pick up a quarter off the ground if we saw it just laying on the ground. It's a quarter. So... For someone like Bill Gates, right, he sees a quarter on the ground. A, he doesn't see the quarter on the ground. That dude's not looking at the ground. 
um but the uh, i forget the exact dollar amount but i think it was something like they would have to be 25,000 somewhere in the you know tens of thousands of dollars would have to be laying on the ground in front of him for him for it to like equal out to him bending over and picking it up like a quarter that we would pick up off the ground it would have to be a substantial amount of money for him to even take the the time out of his day to stop bend over and pick it up that's mm-hmm. just you know, and that just applies to a hundred dollar bill. Any of us see a hundred dollar bill on the fucking oh, ground, yeah. and we're like, oh, oh, oh. Well, we you win. have to think, how much money does he make a second? Uh, like, how many seconds does it take him to bend down? Oh, he made he made more money than we will in our lifetime, and the amount of time <laughs> it took you to say that. So there's that. Oh man, um, let me circle back just a little bit here. So we said that you know the you could the subjectivity and good and evil but what is what's your what's evil in your guys's definition like if someone asked you to define like what makes someone evil children who hide the tv remote from you <laughs> that's pretty fucking evil mine just takes the batteries that's that's, worse? that's actually sick that's actually that's sick shit you need to get her checked out for that. <laughs> Psychopath. Um, in all seriousness, um, evil for me. Um, I don't want to be like generic and be like, yeah, mass genocide. Because obviously that doesn't really align with, I would say, most people's, you know, morals and ethics. Um, so evil. I, I don't think I've ever experienced true evil. evil is to be can real I go with you. so hard. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this this is not like anywhere close to like a book definition. This is just like in your eyes. I'm going to clarify that one more time. For me, evil was black and white. Evil is when there's no room for gray. There's no room for nuance because there's so many variables in every situation. Like evil was someone who has no concern for anyone or anything else around them so something along the lines of like like how do i want to say it um i don't think i don't think like let's say two men get an altercation and one, and they can do a, a little gun, a gunfight. Let's say, in a parking lot of an Applebee's, right? Can it, can it be Chili's? It's, Chili's is fine. Okay. Uh, man one kills man two. Man one is not evil. In any in any sense of like that action alone does not define evil for me. But I would say like killing an innocent person for no reason that is an evil act. It's like. There's a lot that goes into it. I say. I feel say like I'm making a lot a of. I'm making no sense. Not an killing a person. bystander. Okay, killing an uninvolved person is an evil act. I think if you something that doesn't let I don't know. I... Evil evil doesn't let you live your life. Evil doesn't mind its business. You know. I'm going. Maybe, maybe that didn't help. To per- I'm going to do us a little favor and personally reference Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith during the Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi duel. And it is when 
Obi-Wan tells Anakin that Emperor Palpatine is evil. And Anakin's reply is, in my opinion, the Jedi are evil. And Obi-Wan and then Obi-Wan says, Then you are lost. That's a good caveat. Evil doesn't know it's evil. I like that. That's a good description, I think. Let's go with that. Scratch everything I said. (laughs) To me, evil is the unchecked moral and ethical wrong. Okay? Like, uh, so basically mutilation um manipulative narcissistic uh like you're describing my wife's biological mother and tyler's i'm glad you said it so i didn't have to uh (laughs) so evil evil rocks that that line where they're they play a huge factor into a lot of people's issues um, I also feel that people who cause severe childhood trauma are evil because they cross they cross the line of uh, anybody who takes away the innocence of a child should be considered evil, in my opinion. It kind of ties into my evil doesn't let you live your life, mm-hmm. doesn't let you have your experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because there are so many things that are legally wrong, but are accepted in other um, religious societies, like uh, child brides and stuff like that. Legally, that's wrong here. Ethically, I think a child bride is morally wrong. <laughs> ethically, that is wrong here, but in some religions, that is that's okay. So for me, that doesn't fall into morals, like as far as like a child bride being morally wrong, it's more ethically wrong. Um, but I think that based off of the evil category that falls into it. Okay. Now, this kind of goes back into the nature-nurture thing we had earlier. Okay. Do we all agree that evil has nuance? You can do a bad thing, maybe even an evil thing and not be evil, or is, like, if it may be considered evil? Okay. Let me just ask the question. Evil or not, whether they are evil, and you can you know if they're evil if they're not evil in your answer can like can bad people be reformed do do people deserve a second chance truly evil no i would say for morally gray things not not evil things yeah of course someone steals if someone i don't know steals or they do drugs or even some cases of murder depending on the situation i say yeah they deserve a second chance i think joe exotic deserves a second chance a joe exotic deserves a second chance i think joe exotic is a good 
I think I think Marilyn Manson died exactly where he was supposed to. In prison. Charles, Charles Manson? Marilyn is that. a singer. Both. Okay. So okay, yeah, I would agree. I think there are people that don't deserve a second chance. There are there are people who deserve to just, you know, they need to just stay locked up. That's where they that's where they can live their life. That's the only scenario they can live their life without harming innocent or harming harming random uninvolved innocent whatever you want to use harming other people who are just trying to live their lives i i can feel the death penalty subject coming on it is it's coming (laughs) i feel that ethically evil and morally evil are two separate things Morally evil, there's no recover from that. Ethically evil, there could be... Um, that requires a jury. <laughs> ethically I evil, scale. There, could, there could be reform. Oh yeah, I would say like a high-intensity like a high intensity white-collar crime that really impacts... So like someone who steals everyone's... Not steals, who coerces well, people to give them their retirement money and then just blows it all. Well, I'm going to invest it, they blow it all. That is a that's evil. I but can actually. I could see. Be... I'm just saying. I can see where Josh. Is. I actually agree with what Josh just said. Because mm-hmm. if if you um, are morally quote unquote evil, bad. You're ne- we can just say bad because evil yeah, is what, a hard. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, it's a hard word. Yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever word you want to use, I don't care. If you are morally that way. Um, that, you don't make good decisions. That that's that. That's your morals. You, you don't. You don't. You don't and, make morals. And, yeah. And and changing one's morals is like kind of pointless. Like your morals are your morals. So you know. It'd be impossible if if you if you get off if you think killing people is morally good, then chances are you're gonna have a hard time convincing that person ethically that that's bad. Um, on an ethical standpoint, if you're ethically bad, then there are societal checks and balances that can help reform you technically, but I think a lot of those um, programs um, up to and including prison are not foolproof. So Uh, I I think there's a lot of lack of compassion for rehabilitation of a lot of bad people. Um, I don't think they always get the tools that they need um, and of course, it depends on the severity of what they did to society in order to consider, and that's and I, and you know that's get that's kind of climbing up to the death penalty, right? I got uh, the next. It's it's all it's all based off of what what crime they've committed. Um, I'm just merely stating as a blanket statement. I don't think the resources and tools out there, uh, up to including prison, are effective enough to always rehabilitate people so completely agree let's go ahead and just let's go ahead and talk about it real quick and then i have some more morality dilemmas less philosophical more situational okay does the death penalty does the existence of the death penalty deter people from committing crimes obviously not yes it does i would say no i would i would go with no Okay. I would I would I think and that is because 
um, I think if we have it, the only the most heinous of crimes should be basically, uh, yeah, the most violent and heinous of crimes should be eligible for the death penalty. I don't care how much money you steal. I don't think you should be put to death for that. I think, you know, rape, murder, abuse, things like that. I think death is too easy for some of the sickos out there. Oh, see, I that's another thing. Uh, I forget where I was going now. Oh no, oh, that's fine. You were basically. I, I see where you, I see what you're saying. Um, so deterrent, death penalty. Oh, the people yeah. who are going to do those crimes. See now, I mean, you could say murder, but I don't think. I think there are some instances where uh, murder is not the death penalty. I, I forget. Not meditated, whatever that is. In the heat of the moment, there's a talk for that. But like medit- premeditated murder and things like that, I could see the argument for the death penalty. But usually, those people are not considering that when they're committing those kind of crimes. You know what I mean? It's not like, man, I really want to kill my wife for his insurance money, but I don't want the death penalty. It's more like, well, I just got to not get caught. And they're not going to catch me. Yeah. Well, Why do you say it does? Who are you talking to? me just oh sorry so it it definitely does and the reason why i feel that way is because so there are only a few uh uh few charges that you can actually be sentenced to death on one i don't agree with just personally um treason espionage murder large-scale drug trafficking that's the one i don't agree with and then attempted murder of a witness or court officer. Now, premeditated murder, yes. Um, homicide, that doesn't fall into place. Murder in the, in the word is actually thinking about planning and killing somebody. So murder is, by definition, premeditated. Exactly. Okay. Homicide is uh, heat of the moment, uh passion you know killing a passion whatever murder by the definition is premeditated with that being said 99 percent of the people who are put in prison for killing somebody else it's homicide not murder murder charges those are the ones that last a long time you'll get you'll get life sentences so on and so forth okay that that's gonna be where it's up to the state whatever with with that go ahead can i can i just can you please maybe just for me and anyone else who may not know the difference explain the difference between murder and homicide as a charge yep so murder is premeditated premeditated means active planning or thought process behind homicide is the loss of life life caused by the individual so cool you can get vehicular uh homicide vehicular homicide yeah you weren't intending to kill someone but someone died from the incident that you caused got it vehicular Uh, no that's 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 a little separate manslaughter yep manslaughter is an accident homicide is, is like is uh on purpose. That's like yeah, running Josh somebody said, off the road. road oh, okay. Josh and I get into a bar fight and I stab him 
because I'm that's angry homicide. and he dies. That's homicide. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. But if so I you kill you kill someone in the moment purposefully, but you did not premeditate it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So premeditation again requires planning and uh, pre-thought of any sort. So so wait, stop somebody. If we get in that fight and I don't stab you, I go home. But then I come back when I come back when the bar's closed and get you as you're going to your car. Premeditated. Premeditated. That's mm-hmm. that's murder. So that's that's the biggest that's the biggest difference between it. Now, again, with that being with that being the case and with that all being out on the table, I feel that the death penalty does offer a deterrent. You'll so, see okay. you see a lot more homicide, manslaughter charges than you will any type of murder charges. I, I just we, don't think we don't got to look it up anymore. Um, I wonder if the murder rates are higher in states that don't have it. I'm curious to that. Um, Much, we, yeah, I mean, prisons make more money when bodies occupy them. So a lot of that's a whole other thing. Yeah, so do you think? Just saying. <laughs> Do you think that the death penalty is morally right or wrong? Not ethically, I'm talking about in your in your morals. Okay, so Josh, uh, I'm gonna. This is it's gonna play a little bit into what you're asking, but it's also going to uh, kind of retort Josh, uh, one of Josh's disagreements on the drug trafficking aspect. Um, when you first said that, I initially thought in my head, yeah, that seems a little extreme, doesn't it, for drug trafficking? But I guess then I started thinking about it. You, I, I, I would only agree with it in a certain level of drug trafficking. Now, um, with obviously the opioid crisis that this country and continent really uh, deal with, because we have intercontinental drug trafficking um, from Mexico to America to Canada, um, and it just spreads like wildfire. Um, even though, um, you know, the individual in question um, isn't necessarily maybe personally responsible for killing people with drugs their uh, actions lead to that and most of the time when you think of drug trafficking like serious drug trafficking you think of cartels and cartels notoriously um, kill you know a lot of a lot of people for a lot of different reasons mostly narcs Um, those are the ones that get their you know 15 minutes of fame on a, a live leak video of them getting beheaded or some shit um so even though like let's say a drug kingpin doesn't execute with a pen or you know a a sword or gun the killing of people their actions and their line of business directly result in the death of many others so i would think it would depend on the level of drug trafficking where i think it'd only be um equitable if you're just drug trafficking like cannabis or uh you know black market cannabis you know things that aren't going to cause overdoses in the masses 
I don't think those types of drug trafficking charges should even be considered for a death penalty. And I don't know if they are. But when you just say drug trafficking, it's kind of a vague term. So that's where they like they like the broad laws, though. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if I can just play off that for one second. Sure. Yeah. A lot of us think of large scale drug trafficking as the cartel. Mm -hmm. But we taint the image of the cartel with murders. So instantly we're like, oh, yes, those people deserve to die. In reality, the people who are also responsible for overdoses and killing people are the big pharma companies that get people hooked on opiates. We should do a big pharma episode and a deep dive. In reality, right? If we're, talking, if we're talking about drug trafficking, they by default win 10 times over. True, but they're ethically doing it legally. Is that ethical? Is it? Is get, according to society, it is. Is getting somebody you, is getting somebody hooked on? Yeah, that is totally ethical. It might not, which it's is not moral. legal heroin. I, totally not moral. And then them overdosing on suboxone. That is, you're telling me that is ethically okay. But wait, yeah. what if what if in their moral hierarchy they have me over everybody, myself, my placement in the world over these people? If they don't want to be addicted to drugs, they shouldn't do drugs. I'm just making them and making the money. What if it's something like that? I is that what? morals? <laughs> Stop it! I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I I totally see where you're coming from, um, and I don't disagree with you. I've preached for many years now because I've had people in my life who have personally been affected by individuals who have went to the hospital, been treated with you know opioids in the hospital, uh, recovered, got let loose, and then were left to fend for themselves on, you know, their, their now newly acquired addiction. I, um, I just, so yeah. Should we start locking up doctors and fucking sending them to death row for know, getting people hooked on that? I don't know. You know, if it's, if it's available, let's fucking do it. Okay. <laughs> because, to me, you're telling me that it's okay for me to basically take fucking legal heroin on my tongue like a Listerine strip. That's what you're, yeah. that's what you're saying. Well, I'm saying society. Not you. Has made, I, know, I know. I know. I'm saying society has ethically put has has put that in place ethically, right? Yeah. It is ethically for someone to seek treatment and be treated. However that doctor sees fit however it may not be morally right to treat them in that specific manner because there might be alternatives to treat whatever you know issue they're having true correct so. i think the death penalty is immoral is this is kind of a tough one i'm i want to i'm the one that wants to have the conversation but i also have a lot of gray areas i think yeah. i want to go ahead and open this can of worms real quick I, I agree that some people do not deserve to live. I, I kind of have the mindset that you can't play well with others. You can't play well at all. And the great, like the higher cases of, you know, great violence um, and all that. But I, I don't think that the state should have the right to kill anybody. 
I think one because the government sanctioned killing just doesn't feel right to me morally and second because they can't fucking do it right because one if one innocent person getting killed by the state is is too many and we already know it's happened and two they physically can't do it right you know how many botched executions there are with the fucked up uh drug cocktails which they can't even get because most of the drugs are illegal so there's a hard time for them to get the drug cocktails but how many times they got to pawn somebody four or five times before they finally die and they're seizing and frothing at the mouth the whole time it's happening here's my question why can't they just like take a like take one of those co2 like uh cattle rods and just right through their brain and personally i think the fire if you're gonna do it somebody should look that man in the face and just shoot him in the head quick and easy but then you gotta worry about the executioner exactly and their and their mental health that's why when they did the firing squad there were like four guys that's why i'm saying you just set them in front of, of a machine that that they use like on cows and to humane who to humanely kill you know cows you just set them in front of a little machine and a little rod just goes right through their head real fast. It kills them. They're dead. Minimal mess. It should be. But, you but, but have, here's the you thing. Don't you, don't have to worry. you don't have to worry about the executioners if there's no state-sanctioned execution. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I get I mean, that. Also, they I, I, I get it. They don't let people volunteer for that. From we my understanding, need, we just we just need Batman. You, That's all. I'm they, you don't get to volunteer because they don't want people that want to do it, which I understand. But I think it is fucking horrible to look at some underpaid CEO and be like, "Well, you're our new executioner, or you're never going to get a promotion, or you're going to lose your job, or whatever." That's um, that's not how it is taken into consideration. So basically, everything is completely anonymous. The only mm-hmm. people that know that they are part of it are the people that are actually a part of it. And then, of course, the warden and the chaplain. Now. Read me my rights. The way that they are selected, it's an elite team that do it for every prison. So it's the same people every time for a set number of years. And you are not, you don't, you don't volunteer for it. You're chosen. Now, if you accept the if, that makes it sound so much more wrong. If you if you, you accept the position, one. you do that until retirement. That's your only job. You're doing this till the day you die. There's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of counseling. See, there's a lot of. Like, but my problem with this is, I completely believe what you're saying, but I don't believe it's like that across the board. Well, what do you okay. like? Uh, I don't hey, have I don't states. have for the here's states. My, yeah. Oh yeah. Here's my solution. Okay. Elon Musk takes his SpaceX resources, makes Launches very all out of space. Yes. Makes makes very 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 cheap, very chintzy no, fucking don't even, rockets. Don't even have to do that. You and just launch them into space once a year. We put everybody who we want to kill from all the Shoot states them right into space. Right into space. <laughs> Launch them at the sun; they'll die before they even leave it's the a, atmosphere. It's a huge tax write-off. Huge, huge. Um, I haven't done states. the research to back this up, but my last point is: apparently, it's more expensive to have somebody on death row than it is to feed the average prisoner for the entirety of their like life in prison. 
the appeals process is more expensive than letting someone just live in prison. Because you go through your traditional uh, appeals process while you're in prison. If you get sentenced to death, you that starts all over. Mm-hmm. So basically, and the thing is, now you're on a timeline that every judge has to abide by. Well, and I, I'm sure there's limits, but like, you know, if someone doesn't want to die, they're going to wait till the last, the last possible minute to file that motion. No, to extend. you have, you have a, you have a time, a time frame set in place where you have to start your first appeal. If you don't, if you don't start that first appeal, you lose out. So why do, right, death but row, I'm saying... why do some death row cases take so long though? Because, because of the appeals. appeal process. Well, okay. that's what I'm saying. You do your first one right away. You have like, let's say you have three. Okay. You have, let's say you have to make your next appeal in three years. No. Within like within three years. Within 30 days. So you, so you can only within a month. So when you get put on death row, you have an execution date that is set for 30 days. Mm-hmm. That way, if you choose to appeal, then it can get pushed out to years, but just based on the uh, the appeal process. If you cho- if you don't choose to appeal, you and die. You just accept your fate. You have thirty days on on death row, and you have X amount of time to. It's a pretty generous time frame, honestly, for someone yeah. who's up against the Grim Reaper. So, huh? Interesting. It's um, I'm learning a lot tonight. I'm not gonna that's lie. That's good. It's creepy to think about to be completely honest but i do believe that is it is a necessity to have in place so i don't think they can get it right they being, just don't get it right so being on death row is kind of like living in the movie the ring but in seven you're gonna die in seven days it's gonna that is so in 30 days you're, yeah. you're gonna die in 30 days yeah well, creep, like, creepy voice over the phone and all that i'm gonna butcher this but butcher there's it. someone there's someone going on death row going to be put to death i think next month this month in indiana and there's so much like he has an alibi there are witnesses that he was there and somebody has committed has not committed confessed to the crime he's being put to death for but because but there's no like sorry you've already done all your appeals buddy sorry does ohio have a death penalty yes yeah Yeah. And, uh, what about what about South Carolina? Oh yeah, we're. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's the South. What do you expect? They yeah. probably sell lunch down there. We, we do. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> no, that's rough. Uh, <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> what a terrible way to go. If, if Just, something like that does happen, like you have to realize a confession. That's, that's, that will almost put anything in, into into play. I mean that that really does. If if you have a signed confession, that's almost a whole new trial because you can get your your case thrown out on a mistrial at my, any time my... by law. Uh huh. Right. There's, but, there's that 17 year old that's on uh, trial right now. Rittenhouse. He's eight, he, Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Well, he's 18 now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he's 17 when it happened. There's a lot of talk about mistrial there. I know. But here's where I'm at. Uh, I just feel like the system is inherently flawed and broken. And I feel like there are a lot of bad people in the system. So I feel like even if the intended system is morally okay or it should work out for you, I don't think it does. 
because it's not it's it does it's fucked up we live in a fucked up world so i think if we if we can't get it right 100 percent of the time we shouldn't do it yeah. because really realistically a life sentence in prison is a death sentence that's a just a very thing. long one that's but to be fair no, but to be fair nothing's ever 100 percent Mm-hmm. With the with the with the life expense expectancy that we have now, that's a lot of people. Yeah, I see. Personally, I think we should get rid of the prison system. We should pick our worst performing state and do like a just wall it up, and you guys can have that. That's and then a stick them all. Idea. And then stick them all in there. That's a terrible idea. That's the that's worst actually... idea I've ever heard. <laughs> Why? Why? Have you ever seen Escape from L.A., Escape from New York? That man has a hook arm. Well, that I looks was, bad. I would actually rather see like a Hunger Games type scenario. No, I th- on, on a That's real tough. note, we need some real reform. We need real prison reform. Private prisons are I'm bad. I'm just kidding. I don't think that's a like viable solution. <laughs> it definitely so is. Knows. No. Okay, the Hunger, okay, okay. The Hunger Games scenario is not viable. I got a, some I got of those, a couple. Some of those people have families, so whatever debatable anyways um oh i have a little tidbit and then i'm gonna do some quick questions like some situations did you know there was a big morality shift like we've had like think of like free love in the 70s you know everybody was fucking each other so like we go back and forth between conservative non-conservative and like i mean that wasn't like a major movement but that was like an example of it right the stigma in the church about sex uh, before marriage and just promiscuous general, you know, polyamorous sex, that came uh, at that was literally the only way to stop people from getting STDs was to scare them into not having sex because there was no form of protection. And also that stopped in the whole uh, no divorce, stay with your wife thing. Apparently, that originates from the fact that it was basically a death sentence for a woman to try to raise a child by herself back in ye old medieval times. So the church is like, no, 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 you husbands stay around or you're going to hell. And I just thought that was interesting how that has influenced us to, to today. Because of that, people get staying outside of a Planned Parenthood and scream at ladies going in there for medical procedures. Yeah. Um, Okay. Okay. So this this is a fun one I had. So you, I want you, in your in your opinion, is this my morally good or bad for this one? Uh, a man breaks into a house. He wants to break into a house. He needs some cash. So he goes and he breaks a window in the back of the house to get in. That happens to be the kitchen. As he's climbing in the window, he sees that the occupant of the house, a woman, is laying face down on the kitchen floor. Now, this man thinks, that's a dead body. I want no part of that. I was just here to take the jewelry. So he um, flees. Uh, the breaking window caused the neighbors to call the police. Uh, the police show up at the house, and the woman is sitting outside on her front steps, her hand in her lap, dazed and confused. Her house was filling up with carbon monoxide, and it, the burglar inadvertently saved her life by breaking the window by venting the carbon dioxide. So is is are his actions morally right or morally wrong? Wrong. Well, okay. he, yeah. Inten- wait, so. 
his intentions, his, yeah, his intentions were, wrong. were, were wrong. I think Actions. intent matters a lot in morality. Yeah. 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 Intent. Okay. He, okay. You you had a desirable outcome uh, out of I'm going to call pure luck. So pure luck. Um, you guys know the trolley question, but I'm going to go ahead and uh run it out for you. You're you're standing uh, by by a track switch. And the trolley is coming down the tracks, right? Mm-hmm. If you do nothing, the trolley will run over five people and kill them. But you can pull the switch and make the trolley change tracks, and it will kill one person. Do you pull the switch? I have a similar. I know of a similar one like this, but same premise: trolley mm-hmm. train. Um, so, nope. uh, yeah. So um, there's the the the, the great this feels like a timeless debate of do you um, sacrifice five lives for one or do you sacrifice one life for five i think what makes this one fun is it's your direct action right so like you are killing the person by moving the tracks exactly but you're saving five for whatever and some people will say it's your family on the tracks there's a lot of variables you can Uh, toss in or take out you know uh, i uh I think everyone would obviously save their family over a stranger. Four yeah. family members or one stranger. Yeah, come on. Right. No. So, um, yeah. like, it makes it a lot easier if you just tell me those five people on the track are like. Oh, uh, your family. Yeah. Evil. 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 Or, but they're all strangers. I don't care. They're all evil. <laughs> people are bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I hate people. A, okay. So. There is a nun. Let's let's assume. Gonna, let me see. Yeah, Betty White. <laughs> Betty White yeah. is tied to the track by Betty herself. White. Okay. She's a national treasure. Leave her now. Alone. Now the other four or five people are your parents, your significant mm-hmm. other, mm-hmm. one sibling, and let's a just pedophile. Play fuck Mary. How about and, that? And a pedophile. So you have to choose to save your family and a pedophile or kill Betty White. What is it? Jessica Alba, Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> and Beyonce. Kill, fuck, Mary. Now. Oh. Um, what do you guys think about this? Using terminally ill humans for genetic researching with their consent. Why is not? That, is that morally right or wrong? Consent is everything. So is why everything, not? So you think you think if they consent, it's totally. Sure, why not? Totally chill. If, I agree with that. If they yeah. are of mental ability to do so. To decide. Yeah. Consent is consent. What about opinion. people who are in a, a vegetable state who are alive, but there's no one home? You better have a signed waiver. I from... want to cla- clarify complete vegetable state. No movement, no reaction, no progress. Once again, just like pulling the plug when the next of kin has to sign that waiver... They better be signing a fucking waiver. Better not just be happening just because oh they're if, vegetable anyways. I think it has mm-hmm. to. I think it's gonna be like the orca donor thing on your on your ID. Or you have to. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or you have a DNR okay. or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Now this one's kind of fun. Okay. They're, they some of these are cheesy. Some are fun. Now you have a friend, right? And it, whoever that friend is, I'm gonna describe them and you have to if you don't have them you have them now okay so this friend you can trust could you trust completely and 100 percent? there's no chance that they would ever fuck you over and not and like you trust their intuition so you you would trust them to make a choice for you right 
they come up to you and they say, so you can safely say minimal risk in this. Okay. They say, I, I, you, if you give me $500, I can turn it into $50,000 in a week. No. And they say, but it's not exactly legal. Now I I'm trying, I'm trying to take out like the obvious, like, well, I don't want to get fucked over and obvious this idea is not good. Like, it's going to happen, but it's illegal. Do you do it? Do you know how much five hundred dollars is to me right now? Okay, okay. Let let's let's bring it down. Let's say fifty to five hundred. Okay. I might take that chance. You might take that chance, because I, I get not being able to risk five hundred dollars because fucking same, but like. There's no risk, I want to say, in the situation. I, I mean, it's more about the morality of breaking the law, but you have, but you have no I'm, knowledge of it. I'm, so, nah, nah. if someone just says I can take your five hundred dollars and turn it into fifty thousand, and they give me absolutely no details and they don't disclose any sort of Ill- illicit action in that, then sure. Why I'd be not? like, can we ha- can we have the same a- conversation a- over text so I have a- proof that I have no knowledge? <laughs> Ignorant, ignorance is bliss. That's all I'm going to say. But you, Josh? No. no. No, you're not. You're not doing it now. No. Is it is it because of the the your morality with the whole legal system and breaking the law? Yeah. Or is it? Are you stuck up on the? Okay. It's, That's fair. Yeah. Well, so you. You said something about breaking the law, so now Josh knows that they're breaking the law. Exactly. Uh-huh. Had you if, just said, it, it, "I yeah, can turn your five hundred into fifty thousand, sure. case case closed," then why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's a completely different story. But so uh, I'm going to say this because it's already over. But I found myself in in a in a tight situation uh, a long time ago, like a couple years maybe. And uh, almost filed a claim on some renter's insurance that was not completely true. And uh, I think I remember this. The thing is, is like that is a huge. That was a huge like. I'm pretty sure we told you all to run it too. You did. I think we did. Yeah, did. <laughs> that, Fuck yeah, man. What does that say shit. about our morals? <laughs> that's that's a huge like uh, like juggling contest there because it's it a was huge, over something silly. It was a fucking computer. It, Fuck it's, that. It's a huge company that covers <laughs> that covers this. Yeah. And you know, like it's it's crazy to think that if I would have done that, I would have committed a a, a crime. Oh, so, you didn't do it? No. Uh, I see. He didn't take our <laughs> advice. Look at that. So He does have so morals. The, the dilemma I just gave you was real life for a lot of people in the past year. Because uh, the PPP loans, or whatever they are, where you people were doing fraudulent loans. I want to talk about so, evil. So many people were like being the middleman. Like, give me your information. I'll fill, out, I'll fill out the application. I'll put it all in. When I get the money, I'll give you half, right? Someone approached me for that. I didn't do it. I don't want to ask the person, so I'll tell you off air. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. No, it no, wasn't. No, mali- I, it was, no, I get no, that. I get that. It wasn't malicious or anything. They. They. I think they genuinely were like, "This is a good. This is a good thing for us." I said no because 
I was like, well, I mean, and then Bailey was like, no, that sounds sketchy. No, we're not doing it. Well, good for her because we didn't do it. So now I am not going to prison for PPP loan fraud. (laughs) But like, see, that's why I wanted to get rid of the whole, this could go wrong. Because I mean, in real life, that's a nuanced thing you have to think about. Like, do I trust this person's judgment enough to like, like, would they put my money in a risky situation where they could lose it? Are they blowing smoke up my ass, you know? You know, you know what pissed me off during that whole um, first round of stimulus money that went out in, uh, like, April of 20? Mm-hmm. Um, is landlords were – your landlords know everything about you that they need to know, at least. They have your social on file. So the IRS had that um, – where's my refund tool where all you had to do is type in like your name oh, yeah your name social and, and address yeah. that sounds so, like a felony so landlords were typing that in checking to see when their tenants were getting their stimulus and if they were behind on rent they were like hey i saw you received your stimulus check do you plan on using that to pay your uh past due rent no sorry and i'm buying food and paying it's my like, electricity it's bill. like and it's like in my opinion that that's morally fucked because uh-huh. because a there was protections in place by that point for renters to not be evicted now, so the landlord should have applied now, now on on another spectrum i understand that landlords have to eat too and they have to provide um but there were things in place for them to take advantage of at the time mm-hmm. such as ppe loans right mm-hmm. so um yeah, it's just like you motherfuck, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, a, uh, I feel like that's like a, <laughs> it's not HIPAA, but that's a HIPAA violation. Yeah, it's like it's a, a yeah. use of information it's violation. It's like you're abusing the information that you have on file of certain individuals to try and strong arm them into paying their rent, even though they're protected and you're technically protected. There um, might be a, there might be an extortion case there, honestly, depending yeah, on how I, I honestly, how I honestly hard don't, they you. I honestly don't know whatever became of any of those stories, but I do remember hearing about them. So here's another little moral dilemma: you're out to eat with your wifey, and you see your friend's wifey at another table with another man, yeah. having dinner, acting. Let me, let me make sure. Yeah, your friend's spouse. Um, they're obviously yeah. on a date of some sort. Do you mention it or do you stay out of it? Like morally, like is it the right is the morally right choice to mention it to your friend or is it morally I, right to stay out of it? I'm gonna make this super personal for myself. If I went to Raising Canes and I saw <laughs> Bailey with another dude, I would be on the horn with you in a New York minute. <laughs> Sending a picture while I'm screaming at her. And while I, you're screaming at her. <laughs> I I'm sorry. Like this is, yeah. I and if and what and I and you know you could bring up the whole like, do you risk your relationship of them not believing you? Bitch, you have a smartphone. Take photographic or video evidence if needed. Uh huh. Um, you do. You don't deserve to be in the dark like that over something like that. All I'm in saying, my opinion, morally, bros before hoes. You know. You know morally. Yes. yes. <laughs> So I I would not have a problem with confronting you with that information. I would do the same. I feel like in my morality scale, whatever you want to call it, me and my own, you know, like I'd want to know. So I'd tell my buddy. 
I'd probably give it a soft pitch, though. I'd be like, hey, listen, hey. I don't know all the details here. This could be her cousin that wants to fuck her. Or this could be, you know, um, you know, something else. But, uh, it could just it could just be a friend. Um, I don't know this, but uh, hey, she's here with this dude uh, and you're not here. So what's I just want to make sure we're all good. Are we are we good? Yeah, that, like would be, that. That, would, that would be my soft pitch uh, before I'm just like, she fucking around on your back, boy. Um, so, yeah. There's there's certain ways to handle it. You have to have some class. We got Josh. Josh is gonna disagree. He's gonna say, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> He's playing devil devil's wrong. advocate. <laughs> I have loyalties and yes. I serve those loyalties harder than anything else. Yeah, that that, that a boy, Josh. That so I've actually been this person for oh. Tyler. Um so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I think it's one-sided for me. Mm-hmm. It really just depends on where we're at, like on our, on our personal relationship level. Because, um, yeah, it's one way for me. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Don't be I sorry. You chose the right thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I didn't screenshot the answers. Damn. Okay. <clears throat> You've worked for years to be successful in your father's business. He felt obligated to take over as he worked his whole life to build a business left to him by his father. However, the largest businesses in town have seriously cut into your profits. For several years, you and your family have just managed to scrape by. Your father's health has declined and he has been hospitalized. He has a substantial life insurance policy that expires at midnight. If he dies before midnight, you will inherit enough money to pursue your career. You've always dreamed of and provide adequately for your family do you pinch the do you do you pinch the oxygen line and let him drift slowly into the sweet sleep of death or do you let him ride it out and spend the rest of your life working at his failing business that seems pretty easy you, you take the pillow and you just i'm sorry it's time it's shh, it's okay go towards what, the light shh. what do you got josh I'm curious because you say that. No, I would rather oh, work. Okay. My I ass was really hoping. I was really hoping Josh was going to say yes, so then I could be like, "You won't break the law in any instance except murdering your father." <laughs> no, hey, there's, hey, there's hey. no way. There's no way. Okay, what are the chances? That... What are the chances of survival? Give me a percentage. It doesn't specify, but I would imply. Just give He's dying. He is yeah. dying. Yeah. Within he's dying soon. Don't like let probably him suffer. Like, you know, I it think could be, I can't do it'd be the... more I feel like it'd be morally wrong to let a loved one suffer. What what if they're not suffering? What if it's one of those like terminal but like they're like gonna be up and cheery and then they're just done? One I promise you whether they are physically and like visually suffering or not they are suffering on the inside they are mm -hmm. dying okay whether so, they can physically show you that or not is irrelevant they are suffering they are dying death is that's agony fair. that's fair uh i i think i'm on the same page nick i think i think nine times out of ten yeah 
if and he's not if he's not looking me in the face, like if if he can look me in the eyes while I do it, probably not. It. Please don't give up on me. Please, please don't give up on me. I mean, if they're sitting there begging you not to give up on them, obviously do what you can. But if they if wait, they can't wait. if they can't communicate with you, then wait. let them go. I have here's the deal. If wait, he can communicate better, with you, on. he can go ahead and extend the life insurance policy a little bit. Okay. Pause. Hey, pause, can you pause. sign on the started line? Pause. <laughs> Pausing. The person is on a ventilator. Mm. Mm. That is actually that's, that's much better. That's because, death row. Because then basically you just have to make the moral decision. Do I cut the do I cut the cord now to help myself with his insurance money or do I let it keep going? Yeah, I think that's the intended question. So statistically <laughs> Okay, but you're sitting here saying killing somebody. Put no. a pillow over this man's face. No, no I didn't say well, that. Well, I said that was that was satire. Line, but uh, the pillow over the face is satire. Don't be dramatic. In now, the question, it says pinch the airline or give him a pill. No, no. Um, I'm not doing that. No, fuck either of those. Consult the doctor first off. Hey, <laughs> doc, what are the chances of survival here? What are our options? Is he suffering? Um, get, I, I need all of the facts so that I can make a clear and sound decision. Yeah. I, I'm not going to just take this Reddit or whatever, you know, source material, pinch the line or give him a pill. That's fucking ignorant. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> if it's okay, if it's not murder and it, and he is, you know, not being able to sustain life on his own and the doctor says he is not responsive and he's basically just stuck in this coma. It, yeah, I'll do it before the insurance runs out. Is yeah. that morally wrong? I don't think so because you're not you're not kill you're not murdering him. He's already nah. he's dying either way. There's no like yeah. recovery. Yeah, exactly. I personally, when my father starts to age a little bit more, him and I are going to have a real heart to heart about him writing down exactly how he wants me to handle these situations. That way I don't make the wrong decision because I need, you know, I think any good family, especially if you have good, you know, relationships with, you know, parents and stuff like that. I mean, obviously we all know how to tie it. Um, it's a long story, but it, it is a good feeling um you know i'm i'm lucky in that regard that my parents are literally my best friends and you know they've been married all these years and i was raised in a semi-normal you know environment and have been developed into a semi-functioning human being um consequence you know of my own actions is where i usually fail um as most people do so um yeah, I'm I'm personally, you know, thankful for my circumstance where I could go to my father when he's a little bit older and say, hey, go ahead and just write down everything, you know, in legal form on how you want me to handle these situations so I don't have to play the guessing game. So if you can't do that with your parents, I'm really sorry. That's unfortunate. I feel for you. I'm sorry. Because... I do identify with uh, people who have tough relationships with their parents, obviously, because a one of my best friends has one of those, uh, uh, you know, situations. Uh, well, a couple of them actually, 
and then two um my wife you know she doesn't even speak to her biological mother and tyler you you know a lot about that because we've talked about it because of all of the uh awful um similarities between her (laughs) and your mother um so you know it's uh down to the name right yeah it's one of those yeah they're both named melissa i don't go fucking figure don't name your children (laughs) melissa folks it's it's a curse um it's uh it's it's sadly it's just one of those things that i can only empathize with i can't really um have a full so sympathy means you can directly relate and sympathize with someone right because you have had similar experiences empathy is a ability to have compassion towards one situation without necessarily fully understanding it so i can empathize with both of you because it makes me feel sad for you and that and i don't mean that like oh poor you i mean like it legitimate it legitimately makes me um just uh you know it makes me feel not good that you guys had to live like that for a certain number of years so you're a great person on a little side note to that it was really weird for me for a long time it's more normalized now because i've been out of the house living my own life but like listening to my buddy robbie talk about just hanging out with his parents and just like talking and just like being friends weird as shit like you do that you know that you talk to you you engage with them weird and then bailey her family all enjoys each other they're all nice and all happy to see each other and they all get together and they like hug and like oh you know hallmark movie shit right and i'm like that's like i'm just like sitting here like what's 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 really going on when is someone gonna get mad and start yelling okay when is (laughs) oh corinne corinne's in the exact same boat dude like when we first started dating the first time she came around my family she was like a deer in headlights she's like no one's screaming at each other no one's fighting over petty bullshit from shit that happened 30 years ago there's no reading between the lines what are you talking about (laughs) i thought this was all scripted what's happening right now (laughs) that's fun um do you guys want to do the little short stupid am i the assholes i have or do you want to skip those this time pass pass okay i do have a tiny alec baldwin update that was morality i feel like we could definitely come back to this at some point and do some more dilemmas and stuff can we all have we I mean we have a weird similar different morality scale and it's fun it's a lot of fun oh um, okay i just one more thing i wanted to go ahead there's one more thing i want to touch on that now go ahead if you're okay. touching on it touch it well let's circle back is self-defense morally right or wrong because you okay okay one more dilemma i'm sorry you and one other person underwater you're in a submarine and it's sinking you have just enough air for one of you to get to the top the tank is already on your back do you give it to the other person and let them go or do you take your or do you take it yourself and let yourself live pretty convenient that it's already on my back right well but like morally what's the right answer you think is self-preservation morally right or wrong? I think it can be neither, personally, but... I think self-preservation is instinctual, and I don't think it can be classified as a morale. That's fine. Agreed. Um, But you do have to think 
No, I don't. Sacri- sacrificing yourself is one of the most morality, morality good things you can do. People who sacrifice that's a really nice gesture, but are always martyrs. No, I agree. I just think that's fun. So in that sense, that kind of plays into the whole is self defense. Do you think that's also not a morality thing? That's just not. It's a yeah, immoral. No, no, it's instinctual. It's Interesting. Instinctual. You got anything, Josh? Isn't that crazy? How science can trump morals. Science definitely has a place in morality. It does, but it can trump it mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. So, evolution, baby. Science, bitch. I was chased by a dog and I had to protect myself. <laughs> so, I had to mace a dog once. That was sad. I felt bad, but I was like, you're going to bite me. I, I can't allow this. So, um, yeah, self preservation definitely has a spot in morality but i don't i think it's a gray area i, I don't I think, think it's that it's 50 shades of gray because yeah yeah i mean bow, bow, bow. i think that's the only time that i would ever comfortably take a life comfortably joyously no not joyously hard as a dickens <laughs> like on a yeah. quick side note i think travis scott's morals are skewed to a negative vibe evil he's evil i i think <laughs> one don't say it's a denom- demonic thing demonic thing we do not no. need another uh, we do not need another satanic panic okay no. second there's probably an argument to be had on how much he was able to see in the beginning but i saw that he performed for 37 minutes after it was an announced yes. a mass a mass casualty event so that means medics on site had to assess the scene then report to the events coordinator and have a conversation and say this is a mass casualty event and then the alert to go out and then he performed for 37 minutes afterwards and he was riding the high of the adrenaline of performing on stage in front of a crowd and was like the show must go on that's also his kind of thing we go hard here if you're not hard you don't get out it's kind of but like I personally think it was ethically and morally wrong that a unknown suspect was going around pricking people in the neck with some foreign substance that required Narcan to fucking recover them. Isn't that wild? That's why you, that's why fentanyl just, should be I so just, cheap. That's why I don't leave the house. You know, it's simple. <laughs> But also, he's a shitbag. Travis Scott, he's a shitbag. For oh, saying, I hate it. Anyone I who know. dates or marries a Kardashian is a complete well, pompous fucking dick. Him and his little pedophile buddy Drake went out to party after the show, and he said that no one, no one told him what happened. Bitch, it's your fucking festival, and you're telling me no one told you people died? You're telling me you didn't have any form of communication with your staff that people it would die? It's his okay. festival. Okay. Also, Drake's a pedophile. He grew in Millie Bobby Brown, but that's another another topic for another episode, I guess. Hey, he was a wheelchair kid in that one TV show. Okay. And then he made them take him out of the wheelchair because it didn't make his character look tough enough. Yeah. He had an image to protect or He's build. A shit. Hate fuck him. Drake and fuck Chris Brown and hey. fuck Travis Scott. Hey, hey. You know what? We need to end the night on a um very bright note. Before I have one, I have one one small update on the Alec Baldwin story. Only because, boom! Surprise witness. There's a new person. There's a new person who I now think is at fault. No one's talking about them. There was someone. 
there was someone assisting that the armorer. She was like he was another armorer helping her out, and he has not been in any of the articles I've read until now. And she said he sabotaged her, and apparently he's gotten in trouble before for stuff on set about being not safe and having live rounds. And he's the one that supplied all the guns and ammo. Yeah, he was a plant. Got him. So I think it was him. Planted. That's all I have. Okay. You can okay. return to your. <laughs> all right. So, so this week, so this week, uh, we we all personally enjoyed. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? So much. We're going to do it again. Except Josh is going to host the questions, and I'm going to give Tyler the gracious chance of finally getting on the fucking scoreboard of our game sessions so you think you can help me with without (laughs) further ado let's roll it copy first question is gonna go to tyler since he's the loser of the group and has not won a single trivia in nine episodes and this is is this nine or eight eight. and uh yeah it's eight so real, real fucking quick. Are we just doing the same rolls as the last yep. one? So I will ask both of you one question. Uh, if So if I ask Tyler this question and he gets it wrong, Nick, you can steal it. Yep. And we're just going to ask five questions each. So whoever okay. has the most points at the end. Wins. I live for this. Okay. Let's do it. Cool. All right. So Tyler, Italy, Japan, and Germany's alliance was called what during World War II? The Axis Powers. They're the Axis, right? You're really close. It's the Axis of Evil. Um, the I Axis will... of Evil. Well, they didn't call themselves the Axis of Evil. They, I'm, I feel like they were just the Axis powers. I feel like we Americans added the of evil in there. Probably. I would say you got that right. <laughs> I will it's, give you it's that the point, Axis. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, Axis and Allies. Yeah. The bad guys. The bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> they are the beige army men <laughs> and we're the green <laughs> all right nick yeah. uh let's see what object beginning with the letter q did people write with during the middle ages a quill yes sir QAnon. what is QAnon? <laughs> <laughs> all right uh tyler let's see here what is the main character in a story called the protagonist. Yes, sir. Nick, what? I was is... like, what? What story? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a group of crows? Group of crows. Hmm. <sighs> well, um, I know a group of birds is a flock. Um, so it's like shiny objects. Uh, a group, a group of crows is like, it's like a, court, a quartet. I don't know. A murder. A murder. You wow. were supposed to let me get a chance at the question, and I uh-huh. knew that. <laughs> You're right. Damn. Well. Oh well. Oh well. It's really funny. Oh well. Okay. Uh, let's see, Tyler, your turn. Tyler, which country is both an island and a continent? An island and a continent. Oh, I know this one. Is it Australia? Is that a continent? Fuck you. Good job. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
people have a theory that Europe's not a continent; it's the peninsula of Asia, and it's just whitewashing of history. That's why it's called why it's called a continent because white people think they're so important. Very interesting. Tyler has three. I have two. Right. Correct. Okay. All right, Nick. The mount the mountain range that includes Mount Everest is called the what? Is that the Himalayas? Uh huh. Correct. Yeah. Perfect. What is the Himalayas, Alex? <laughs> uh, okay, so we're this is the fourth question. We're tied. Yeah. Three, um, three. Um, um. Tyler. The Earth is at least how many billion years old? Oof. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Simply <laughs> fuck you. Is that like fifth grade science? Jesus. 30, 32. <laughs> That's a good guess because I don't fucking know. Is that wrong or right? I'm going to lose by the one point Josh robbed me of by not letting me answer your question. <laughs> it's okay. Is that wrong or right, Josh? <laughs> That's wrong. Okay. What's the answer? No. Four billion. I was gonna guess ten, so I would have been wrong too. It doesn't matter. Okay, so you're still tied. Uh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nick. What species yeah. can live both in water and on land? Fuck. Went from second grade to college right away. No, I. I completely forget this one. I college. fucking know. It. <laughs> I think on, I know this one. On water and land. Is it a platypus? <laughs> no. Is it a type of animal? Is that what it is? No. It's a species. Uh, it's a sp- species. Oh, I was thinking. See, I was going to say amphibians. That, That's that not is a correct. species. That, yes, it is. That's not a species. Yes, it is. A species is like a coyote is a species. No, <laughs> we are the I, the human sh- species, right? And then you're Native American, and you're English. So you would say mammals is a species? Yes. What? Oh my fucking god! I can't put your fucking phone down. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you guys want to do math or no math? No math. Okay. Hard pass on math. Okay. That's fine. Uh, do we have one more question left, right? Well, we each have three points still, so... Okay. Until one of us gets five, we gotta keep going. <laughs> okay. Nick, the most famous yeah. fault line in California is the... San Andreas. Good job. Uh, Tyler, other than water, the most consumed beverage in the world is... No, I was going to say go. (laughs) (laughs) It's obviously not Coca-Cola. So the most consumed beverage? Yep, besides water. Besides water? Yep. Oh, fuck. I know what it is. Yeah. If it's not Coke, no. What? What is milk? It's not milk, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, I got it wrong. So yeah, what is it? Like, what it's is tea. it? Oh, it's oh well, fuck Europe. Fuck, fuck Europe. <laughs> fuck Europe. Hey, all I'm saying is when I ask for a species example, it says humans, moose, and black bears. So a coyote is a species. 
That's all I'm saying. Listen, the correct answer to Josh's earlier question is amphibians, okay? So (laughs) (laughs) it has to be. They can live on land and water. Right, but I just, I didn't know that was also Uh, a species. Tyler, your turn, I think. No, it's mine. Okay, Nick, your turn. How many months in the calendar year have 30 days? Mm. Exactly 30 days. Let me rephrase Mm. that. Four. Four. Yep. Yeah. Good job. What does that put you at? Four or five? <clears throat> we'll say four. Okay. Just four. for fun. All right. For funsies. Tyler. A to gallon? tie or lose, right? <laughs> Tyler has three, right? Yeah. Is it three to four? Yeah. Okay. So I tie or lose here. Correct. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, a gallon of water weighs how many pounds? Oh, Ooh. fuck. Oh, Fuck. Oh, that's kind of mathish. I fuck eight pounds. Good job, yes sir. <laughs> wow. Woohoo! Look at that guess. Uh, okay, Nick. What is the name of the positively charged sub uh, subatomic particle that appears in the nucleus of all atoms? Oh. <laughs> Proton. Proton. Yeah. I would, have said, I would have said electron. <laughs> Good thing. Well, here's the thing. Positively charged proton. I just kind of put two and two together. So. Okay, but, yeah. so is it, or is it, wait, proton, neutron. What's an electron then? Nothing? Is that nonsense that I made up? No, there's such thing as electrons. Yeah. Well, electrons, electrons and protons do this i refuse to win before episode 10 i want you guys to know so as i said tyler has not won one of these nine episodes i tried really hard i even gave up my game winning point just so you could try well well what i'm saying is if i would have had a chance to answer the amphibious question i probably would have won you didn't know the answer you said milk and coke first <laughs> the most Listen. consumed drinks of water. <laughs> he said, "Yes, everybody just goes out and sucks on cow titties." When I was so a whole sure of, that. I was so sure it was cows. Co- co- fucking Coca Cola, of course it is. And then it wasn't Coke, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's milk. Of course it's milk." <laughs> They're both wrong. <laughs> oh man! Oh, what a good episode. What and it was an episode. It was a marathon, <laughs> that's for sure. Definitely, it was a long a sh- one. A short race, this one. Uh, check out all the socials. Tell your friends about us and your moms and dads if you talk to them. Drop us a um, line on the email and yes. talk to us because TJ, we saw TJN podcast at gmail.com. We still have an empty inbox, and it's because you guys don't care. We want listener stories. JJ, give us something. And and do your best to not tell me about it at work so it's a surprise. Yeah, JJ, use your email on your web browser of your phone. Okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah, download the Facebook app. Download TikTok, JJ. Stop fucking watching TikToks on YouTube. You're That's the problem. Weird. Okay. 
You're you're the problem. That's just awkward. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Have good a good night. night. Good night. Bye. Good night. Good night.